you have your Bibles, you can turn to Isaiah chapter 42. I'm going to begin with verse 10. I trust you can receive the imagery tonight to deliver the word of the Lord. Isaiah 42, verse 10. Sing to the Lord a new song and his praise from the ends of the earth. You who sail down the sea and by everything in it, you coastlands and their inhabitants. The voice Bible reads, let those who go to sea set sail with praise in the air. Now, if we liken our lives to a ship, a ship sailing the sea of life, journeying, traversing the waters, navigating calm waters and rough waters, clear skies, stormy skies, ships going from port to port, ships destined for the great and final port, eternity with Christ, ships carrying cargo, ships bearing a name. The CEV reads, tell the whole world to sing a new song to the Lord. Tell those who sail the ocean and those who live far away to join in the praise. If we are going to sail and succeed, bringing praise, our vessels bringing praise to the Lord, there are certain things we must consider, certain things we must attend to, certain things we must make sure of. Set sail with praise in the air. I have a few points tonight. Number one. No holes in the ship. We have to make sure that our vessels are free of holes. A ship with holes is a ship going down. A ship with holes is a ship destined for the bottom. A ship with holes is a sinking ship. We have to patch up the holes. We need to examine the vessel that we are. Even a pinhole can eventually sink a ship. Faults, flaws, gaps, taking on water where we shouldn't be, a leak. Plugging the hole, whatever the hole represents tonight, is not an option. And it's not the solution. Plugging it with things, whatever is around at the time, is not the solution. We must repair the holes. We take a look at our lives as we sail in this life. Are there any holes in the ship? Taking on water, it might not look like a big deal right now, but even a small hole can sink a ship if left unattended. As we sail through this life, those small things that we're told don't really matter, those small holes, 
We know that the word says, mind the little foxes. Number two tonight, no tears in the sails. Torn sails don't carry a ship. Torn sails can't catch the wind of the Spirit. We have to look after our sails. When you have a torn sail, what matters at the moment is that it is repaired. Carelessness can tear our sails. Compromise tears our sails. Sinfulness tears our sails. Apathy tears our sails. We know that the enemy seeks to tear our sails. People, jealous or envious of our manner on the water, seek to tear our sails. That which we extend to the wind, the Holy Spirit. It could be carelessness. It could be sin. Psalm 51, verses 10 to 12 in the New King James Version, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me by your generous spirit. The message says these words, Put a fresh wind in my sails. Is it the enemy tearing at the sails? We do fight the enemy. Is it people? We do fight people. I remind us tonight of Ephesians 6, verses 12 and 13 in the Amplified. For we are not wrestling with flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents, but against the despotisms, against the powers, against the master spirits who are the world rulers of this present darkness against the spirit, forces of wickedness in the heavenly supernatural sphere. Therefore, put on God's complete armor that you may be able to resist and stand your ground on the evil day of danger and having done all the crisis demands to stand firmly in your place. We have to take care of our sails the sails that the Holy Ghost moves upon. And I trust you can hear the Spirit of the Lord speaking tonight. This definition of the sail is an area of canvas or other fabric extended to the wind in such a way as to transmit the force of the wind to an assemblage of spars and rigging mounted firmly on a hull, raft, ice boat, so as to drive it along. I'd encourage all of us here tonight to take care, to take care of the sails and to extend them to the Holy Spirit, a generation driven by the Holy Ghost, driven by the wind of the Spirit. We have to take care of our sails. We can't allow these things to come in that would tear them where the Holy Spirit is no longer able to move upon us and drive us like he should be able to. Are you driven by the Spirit? Driven by the wind of the Spirit? Is, is your sail or your sails, are they extended out that the Spirit could move upon your life? Number three tonight, no pirates aboard. 
Ephesians 4.27, nor give place to the devil. Now that is wise counsel. The GNT version, don't give the devil a chance. The NLV, do not let the devil start working in your life. I love that. How that translation reads, do not let the devil start working in your life. The Amplified, leave no such room or foothold for the devil. Give no opportunity to him. I mean, the text is so clear. It's precise. It's pointed. A pirate is any plunderer, predator, etc. Beware of disguise. The enemy appears, comes as an angel of light. Don't give the enemy a foothold, let alone give him the hold of your ship. Don't give him a place of rest. Don't give him a place of shelter. Don't let him sail with you. He is not your friend. He might let you think that you are in charge and that you are giving orders. It might seem like things are okay for a while, but he has one thing in mind. Mutiny. The definition is revolt or rebellion against constituted authority, especially sailors against their officers. Mutiny against you. Mutiny against the Lord. Number four, no unnecessary cargo. Yes, we have weight to carry, but unnecessary cargo must go. Especially cargo that he's commanded we not carry. There are things that he has commanded that we not carry, that are not aboard our vessel, that we are not sailing with. Hebrews 12, verse 1. Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. The voice, let us drop every extra weight. The amplified, let us strip off and throw aside every encumbrance, unnecessary weight, and that sin which so readily, deftly, and cleverly clings to and entangles us. I'd encourage us all here tonight to get rid of the extra weight, the weight that he is not calling us to carry, that he has commanded we set aside, we cast off. Number five, scrub the deck. Clean up, clean up, everybody clean up, and welcome the king aboard. Revelation 22, verse 14. Blessed are those who do his commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city. The ESV reads, blessed are those who wash their robes. 1 Peter 2, 1, therefore laying aside all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking. The message, so clean house, make a clean sweep of malice and pretense envy and hurtful talk, and so it could read on. Or how about 2 Timothy 2, verses 21 to 26? Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor. 
It finds application here. Sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work, flee also youthful lusts, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace, with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. But avoid foolish and ignorant disputes, knowing that they generate strife. And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient in humility, correcting those who are in opposition, if God perhaps will grant them repentance, so that they may know the truth, and that they may come to their senses, and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do his will. I just get the picture of other vessels run by Captain Crook, the devil. Other vessels where he has taken over, where people thought that they were in charge. And they've come to find out that they are not. Or if their eyes are blinded and they still believe they are in charge. If he's aboard and running the ship, they are not. Outside of Jesus Christ, we're all perishing. The Lord is welcome aboard clean vessels. We know that he said, be holy as I am holy. We don't do away with these words. We don't tweak them. We endeavor to do all that we can to clean up our lives. If you liken your life to a ship tonight, would you be okay with welcoming literal Jesus aboard your ship? Is it clean? There are a lot of pressures nowadays and a lot of temptations, a lot of things that the enemy's using to suck the holy out of the saints and to keep the holy from the saints. But the message has not changed. Blessed are those who wash their robes now. Number six, sail for king and country. We are living life for King Jesus. I trust that that is your heart's cry tonight. And we are living life for our true country, the true country whose port we will one day reach. We sail for the king. We sail for the faith. We sail as an example for all future sailors. We sail as an example for those that sail now. And yes, the great cloud of witnesses is watching us, cheering us on. And we take this application tonight. We're sailing that others that are sailing on the sea of life would see the example, that they would see the power of God as we sail, the glory of God, that eyes and ears would be open. Psalm 107 Beginning at verse 23. Those who go down to the sea in ships, who do business on great waters, they see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. For he commands and raises a stormy wind which lifts up the waves of the sea. They mount up to the heavens, they go down again to the depths. Their soul melts because of trouble. They reel to and fro and stagger like a drunken man. 
and are at their wit's end. Then they cry out to the Lord in their trouble, and he brings them out of their distresses. He calms the storm so that its waves are still. Then they are glad because they are quiet. So he guides them to their desired haven. All oh, that man would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Let them exalt him also in the assembly of the people and praise him in the company of the elders. And I want to share this from the Passion Translation. Some of us set sail upon the sea to faraway ports, transporting our goods from ship to shore. We were witnesses of God's power out in the ocean deep. We saw breathtaking wonders upon the high seas. When God spoke, he stirred up a storm, lifting up the waves with a hurricane wind. Ships were tossed by swelling sea, rising to the sky, then dropping down to the depths, reeling like drunkards, spinning like tops, everyone at their wit's end, until even sailors despaired of life, cringing in terror. Then we cried out, Lord, help us, rescue us. And he did. God stilled the storm, calmed the waves, and he hushed the hurricane winds to only a whisper. We were so relieved, so glad as he guided us safely to harbor and quiet haven. So lift up your hands and give thanks to God for his marvelous kindness and for his miracles of mercy for those he loves. Let, let us exalt him on high and lift up our praises in public. Let all the people and the leaders of the nation know how great and wonderful is Yahweh our God. I'd like to say tonight that we are witnesses of God's great power out in the ocean deep. And I want to apply it in this way. We know that we are his witnesses, that he's sending us out. And we are to be those in this life, in this world, as we journey to the great and final port, those that are true witnesses of God's great power. God's great power to transform us and change us. God's great power to change and transform those that are lost at sea. God's great and awesome power. Witnesses of his saving grace, of his mercy, his loving kindness, his faithfulness. You can have the worship team return tonight. The truth is that we have to set sail. But now we sail differently. And he sails with us. He is sending us out into the waters of this world to bring him glory. To be witnesses of his great power. To advance the kingdom and to claim ports for his glory. New lands. Isaiah 42.10 Sing to the Lord a new song and his praise from the ends of the earth, you who sail down the sea and by everything in it, you coastlands and their inhabitants. The CEV, tell the whole world to sing a new song to the Lord. Tell those who sail the ocean and those who live far away to join in the praises and the voice. Let those who go to sea set sail with praise in the air. Have we set sail with praise in the air? Lord, that all we do would bring you praise. Set the cry of your heart tonight. Lord, that all I do would bring you praise. This is what we are living for.
not to us, but to your name be the glory. This is not so much about us as it is about him. And sometimes we get so self-focused, we think it's all about us. But we must keep the focus on him. Knowing that this is all for him. This life we are living now is all for him. Our occupation is actually for him. Our relationships, actually for him. Our passions, actually for him. Our endeavors, actually for him. Truth is, our entertainments, the grand scheme of things, are actually for him. We find enjoyment, but they're actually for him because it's all for him. We don't compartmentalize our life. Our going to church is for him. You know what happens when you make going to church about us? Bad things. But when it's about him, it's right. And all things flow, and man, do we get blessed. When we realize that everything is about him. Not to us, but to your name be the glory, Lord. Amen. Let's stand tonight. We'll just sing this chorus in closing.